Welcome to the Echo Cast, where the host is boring and the points don't matter. For anyone who gets that reference, I'm sorry it still wasn't funny. That said, I am Bon Diesel, host of the Echo Cast, alone again, forever alone, until the next guest. This week, we are going to talk about content updates. Stay of the game recap, big news there, stick around. The division news, even more there. Speculation this week? Will our character in Division 2 be voiced? And then listener questions from Fuzzy Belvedere and Judd Havens. So why don't you stick around? We're gonna chit chat. First, content updates. First thing I'll talk about fairly quickly is uh, the Division 2 map. Hopefully you've seen it. If not, in whatever way you're listening or watching this, look for the link. Check out the Discord. I'm working on a map to try to figure out and to document uh, both speculation and news drops. And I'm putting them on a Google map and mapping everything out and doing borders, using it to try to figure out the DZ. In a few months, it's not gonna matter because we'll know everything. But for now, I think it's fun, especially during this, this drought of information. I do have a Discord as well. If you click on that link, I have a whole room dedicated to the map. If you wanna go in there, throw out your ideas. Maybe if you find any tidbits of information, please go in there drop the info or just drop the ideas. I'm happy to add some stuff temporarily to the map or just some speculative stuff. Uh, A big issue I have is I was guessing on missions that we may or may not get in division two. And um, obviously I know the big landmarks and so on, uh, but I don't, I don't know a lot more than that. I don't live there. I've never been to DC. So I'm not 100% knowledgeable with landmarks and, and stuff like that. That could be really, really cool. If you think about the Division 1, there's a lot of areas in the map that either are missions or could have been missions that someone who isn't a resident or a, or a common visitor would know about. So if you have any ideas, jump into the Discord. Tell me all about them. Check out the map. I think we're around... 1500 views or something now it's insane i really appreciate the support i've made my pre-order for the division 2 for the xbox one x i pre-ordered the dz edition which in the united states includes the year one pass the dz uh, female agent firing off the flare um, and various other things for a pc I ordered the Ultimate Edition. The plan is to split time with Division 2. 60-40, 75-25, around there. With Xbox to PC. I'm not going to main PC, but there's enough people on PC who I really do want to play with. And have fun with in that game. That, at the very least, I'd like to keep an agent or two up to date. Geared up. To do raids, incursions, all that fun stuff. 
the last item I pre-ordered was, in case you don't know, because I don't think everyone does, in the Phoenix edition, there's that, the male agent that's opposable. You can pose them, you can put different equipment on them, different guns, masks, all that stuff. Separate from any edition, by itself, I think for 55 or $60, you can pre-order him as a statue. And it actually, according to the description, connects to the DZ edition figure. And I believe that these are going to be similar sized as the Division 1 statue that you could get um, that is exceedingly and uh, hard to find these days. Um, but if you're able to find it, it is extremely cool. And I highly suggest snagging one if you find one at a reasonable price. That said, for anyone who is getting the Phoenix Edition, I'm not knocking it. That's just not my thing. But if you don't know, those figures, those opposable figures on eBay, there's Division 1, uh, I think they're unlicensed. And they go for, I think, two or $300. So if that's something you think is cooler that you're into, that Phoenix Edition is actually a pretty good deal, all things considered. It's not really my thing. I'm good. I'm super pumped about the DZ and the Ultimate Edition. Pumped to be on two platforms. Can't play. Can't wait to play with even more people. So there's that. Words with Bond. I swear, I'm working on these. Um, I've got ten people lined up. I believe, assuming they're still willing to do it. Um, I've got a few Ubisoft people, some Massive people, some Red Storm, some community members, so on and so forth. I never realized um, until chatting with some people kind of on the side and even some people with the game um, how popular these things were. Um, I, I know people enjoy them, but I actually check the stats here and there and people still go back and read those quite often. Uh, the Alex Irvine edition is a very popular one. Um, so if you haven't, check out Words with Bond. Look for me on Medium, the blog website. So follower landmarks, stream numbers, all that stuff. This is just me kind of a kind of a state of the stream. Um, so probably a month and a half or two months ago, I believe I was around like 25 or so subs, 10 or 15 average stream, average viewers per stream uh, for the last 30 days. And um, I made a decision that, you know, at the beginning of the year, I'm, I'm planning on making a partner push, doing giveaways, trying to increase the quality of the stream, doing some other stuff, streaming a little longer, streaming a little more often. I really want to head into Division 2 seriously. Part of that was I wanted to be a part of, uh, of some stream teams. Um, and so as of today, I've been part of the skill up stream team for quite a bit. I've recently joined the cool people. You may know tactical intern and Ninja gnome as well as a bunch of other really awesome people. Um, I'm part of the to be determined team as well. They're a extremely large team, um, with people, uh, in the community that you guys would know well. So. I'm really pumped. I I have enjoyed getting to know people in all of these groups, and I'm excited to see where they can all take me moving forward. As of today, the sub numbers are incredible. 
for my size and for how often I stream. Views are around 30 average, which I know is beans in the bucket to a lot of people, but to me, um, that's that's doubled fairly recently, and, and I haven't just been playing The Division. Um, and I really appreciate the support when I've been playing Tomb Raider, Call of Duty, Battlefield 5, even a little bit of Destiny, as much as it pains me to admit. We're about to hit 2,000 followers on Twitch. We're getting there on Twitter. The Echo Cat or uh, the Echo Cast and the Division Two Hub Twitter account just hit 1,500. I mean, all of this stuff is really cool. I try not. I don't think of the numbers as like self worth or anything, but they are landmarks. They're they're goals. They're things to work towards. And while I try not to be too focused on them because there's a lot more to everything we do and, and I do than just the numbers. They are a nice way to kind of see how things are going. The Echo Cast, this podcast is getting 75 to 100 listens a week. All things considered, I'm really proud of that. And I thank every one of you who are listening to this in one way or the other. iTunes has been a big up for the podcast using anchor has been great soundcloud is weird some weeks two people listen some weeks 30 people listen it's kind of a weird uh thing the big issue with soundcloud is i refuse to pay that much to have an unlimited amount of tracks on there uh maybe one day i can but for now i use their free account which only allows two three four maybe five at a time depending on length what i'm getting at is things are going great I'm really excited for the slow but steady growth. Maybe not even slow is the right word. And I'm really excited to kind of see where we keep going. And and yeah, so thank you. The last thing here, I mentioned the the EchoCast slash the Division 2 Hub Twitter account. I said 1,500 users, so I'm going to do a giveaway. I did a poll asking if people wanted Division 2 merch. Maybe some computer accessories, maybe some console accessories. Maybe even some Bond merch. And as I should have predicted, the Division 2 merch won by a hilariously large amount. So, what I'm probably going to do is do a giveaway with two or three different items as a package. Do the giveaway. Whoever wins, I'll ask them to give me the sizes and stuff they want. I'll order it, package it up, and shoot it off to them. So be on the lookout. I'll be posting that on my Bond Diesel Twitter. I'll talk about it on stream. But if you aren't already following my Division 2 hub, it's at the Division 2 hub. And uh, we're we're doing cool stuff over there. It's with, with my personal Twitter, I, I try to do a lot of stuff and try to promote and retweet lots of different things, not just the, the Division. This other Twitter account is only division two stuff so if you're someone who tags that account with stuff that has nothing to do with division two it's nothing personal but i'm not promoting it it's division two stuff only videos screenshots speculation news polls whatever anything that's division two related directly shoot it at me let me know i'll be happy to promote you trying to be another cool name another place for information and that's what we're doing with that so Content update, that's what we got. Next on the board, stay of the game recap. Made big promises in the intro. Big news here. Well, I'm a dirty liar and there's nothing. 
We had no stay of the game this week. Thanks to that genuinely really awesome monthly calendar that we're going to get, we know that we won't have another one until 927, till April 27th, April, until September 27th. For you Europeans that put the day first, which I'm sure you will say is the superior system, and you know what? It just might be. But America. And that's all I have for today of the game recap. We don't really have much. Rolling into the other highly anticipated part of the show, the division news. I'm also a dirty liar there. As far as I know, there was literally nothing this week, which is fine. It's tough because as a fan, you want something every week, right? You 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 want something to to latch on to even just something really small from the perspective of trying to look at it from ubisoft slash massive slash whoever i mean we are what five months away from the game still you know it's it's a little early to start giving out too much info there's a lot of time left um but but there is a very fine line of you know, between E3 and the announcement of Division 2 and, and all of those things, you you do want to kind of keep the hype up. And that said, if they give us no information until like December and then they drop information on us, everyone's going to forget about the drought and no one will care. But from a, from, especially from a content perspective, from someone who wants to make videos or podcast, wink, wink, or streams or is on Twitter, um, it's, it's, it's tough but I'll say for me, that's only like 10% of it. The other 90% of it is I'm just super curious and I want to know more. And I think there's a lot of subjects they can actually give us a lot of detail on in the coming months. I really think everything but story. I don't really want to know much story. I think we already know enough about the story. I would rather discover that all on my own. But DZ mechanics, mission mechanics, some some light maybe non-lore information about some factions confirmation that we're gonna get hunters maybe a little teaser there you know there's a lot of stuff i think they can give us between now and release or even now in january you know i assume january is when things are really going to start rolling we'll start getting a lot of information but you know that feels so far away even though it's not really so no division news this week, but I still found a way to talk about for a few minutes. So the speculation piece this week. So what I wanted to talk about was, uh, so the, the question I have on my, on my notes here is, will the character you play as in division two be, um, be voiced? And part of what brought this up for me was watching some streams and seeing some reviews and, and so on about the Destiny 2 DLC that just came out, Forsaken. Um, if you don't know, uh, the the character you play as in Destiny 2 uh, doesn't speak, at least up to this point, and is just kind of a observer the way our character was in Division 1. And in Forsaken, our your whoever's character speaks 
Uh, it's only a few words. It's not much. It isn't some long rant or significant uh, statement. But it was pretty cool. I'm not even a huge Destiny fan. Even I thought it was just kind of cool. And seeing the reaction and surprise on some people when they saw it was kind of neat. So it got me thinking about Division 2. And whether or not I think or expect um, your player character to be voiced or to be more interactive. In Division 1, if you remember, your character gets talked to almost the entire game. (laughs) Even after you finish the story. Uh, you're talked at the entire game and in the single player you're just an observer or a participant without speaking people are talking to you your character does actually communicate with the people that are talking to him or her by nodding kind of you know nonverbal cues and stuff like that but uh what I was kind of hoping for the whole time was that there would be a time in the game where your character would look like they're about to go to say something and one of the NPCs would say, no, you don't have to say anything, blah, blah, blah. Like, but I don't think we had anything like that. Obviously, in Division 1, the story was told by other people, whether it was through the story and CGI or you know in-game cinematics, whether it was the intel that you found around the map, the environment and stories told that way. But with Division 2, I've been trying to debate in my head whether or not that will change or stay the same. So the argument that I've thought about with if they do voice act our character is there's a couple ways they can go about it. We could have a very similar story to the Division 1 in the sense of the way it's told. In the sense that your character may have voice acting, but it may literally just be, okay, great. Yeah, I'll go there now. It could be really simple, you know? And that's what I'm expecting. Whether there's voice acting or not, I, I think that we're probably going to have an open map that will be somewhat level-gated. So it will push you towards certain missions and, and so on. And if you follow the game the way you probably should, you'll end up hitting the missions in a way that tells a story that makes sense, but that you won't necessarily have to. That's essentially what we had in Division 1. We've heard these things from Julian Garrity about a, a big twist that changes the way you play. So what that tells me is that there's after one of the missions in the game something happens and what's interesting about that is that tells me that it may not be the same because you wouldn't be able to just randomly stumble upon this this significant twist so if there is voice acting there's always that possibility that maybe they're really going to go above and beyond and give us choices give us ways to react or respond that sends us down a different road. Mass Effect, think things like that. I'm not expecting that. I think that could be cool with a game like The Division where everyone kind of needs to end up in the same place after they play through the single player. I think that's tough or maybe even a waste of time 
because in theory no matter how many choices you make no matter how many ways it changes the game we still all need to end up at the same place in theory i could be wrong but that's how i see it so if we do get voice acting i'm assuming it's going to be very minimal maybe even something like your guardian in, in uh, destiny 2 and forsaken if we don't get voice acting I think that's okay. I think some people enjoy that in games because as long as your character doesn't have a voice, the character is you. And so while you may not speak out in the game and cinematics and so on, you're you're still you are on the screen in your head because I think once a character on screen is given a voice or a personality or an opinion or you're now not playing as yourself or you know you you aren't projecting yourself onto that screen you're now controlling chad or becky or you know so and i think that's fine that can work um a big thing with this is kind of a different topic is the customization of our characters it was really interesting to me on that on a little tangent about that that when they announced that we wouldn't carry over our agents from division one to two that we'd be getting new agents some people were very very upset and i remember on reddit and other places people wrote these stories about oh this is the backstory i made for my agent i really wish i could carry them over i had all of these details and what kind of job the person had before and their name and how many kids they had and they were divorced and remarried and they were a structural engineer and they had all these details and and for me what was so funny is that i guess i never really attached to my characters i think three of my characters have the exact same settings because i just think of them all as one character i do have a fourth who's my bay diesel character who's modeled after my wife uh, who's different obviously but the other three i've actually always just thought of agents with different of one agent with different gear um and i just but i just never got that attached because the character isn't voiced doesn't you know it doesn't matter nothing that your character does changes the you know between one character or another i just i never and 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 at any given time in the terminal there's four other agents who look exactly the same as yours other than the you know the the clothes they're wearing so if there's no voice acting the way it was in division one i'm actually okay with that and actually that's what i expect the most i suspect the storytelling is going to be very similar i think we're going to get a lot of the elements back i'm expecting a somewhat longer single player but for better or worse we know so little at this point it's just kind of hard to tell so let me know what do you think this isn't just me here talking in a room with a fan this is you and i having you know a conversation so talk back however you're listening or watching this let me know what do you think what would you prefer why do you prefer it what do you think could be good or bad about either option i'm curious let me know moving on to some listener questions 
Fuzzy Belvedere said something along the lines of, I've been a little out of touch with Division 2 stuff. I've got three questions for you. The first question was, what are my thoughts on drones? My thoughts on drones are cool. And thank goodness. Thank goodness because I'm glad that they aren't trying to implement the drones, finally, in Division 2. The way they were presented to us in early Division 1 content and reveals. If you don't know or don't remember, back in 2013-14, when the Division 1 was first being talked about and shown, you had a drone very similar to the one that we're getting in Division 2. But the super cool feature, and you have to think back, this is a few years ago now. It was all about integration with apps and stuff like that back then. It is a little bit now too, but especially during that time. Battlefield had an app. Destiny had an app. You know, all those things. So the feature with the drones back then was that you could have a friend who was out at work or somewhere not playing their game, and they could take over a drone and use their tablet or their phone to steer the drone around and scan enemies for you and and all this stuff. Now, I get that this may sound a little pessimistic of me. I'll fully recognize how cool of an idea that is, but especially after a few years of playing this game, can we all admit that that would have been a complete dumpster fire and a complete mess of a system? I suspect that's the reason it didn't happen, and that's okay. Um, but between the fact that we didn't have, get an app at all for Division 1, um, the fact that we didn't even get the drones, even in the, a, a similar vein as, that, as we're getting them, I'm, I'm glad that we aren't getting that version. I'm sure it would have been cool. It looked cool on the trailers, but in an actual uh, usability or like in a real-world sense, I, I can't be happier that it didn't happen. Now I say that, and the next inf bit of information we're going to get is that we're bringing it back. <laughs> Your friends can control it from the bathroom. You know, whatever. I'll, hand, I'll deal with it if that happens, but I'm not guessing it will. But I say cool because I got to use one of the drones during the E3 demo, which was the offensive drone that you that would hover above you and you could send out to attack enemies that you could see you actually use the on the controller you use the bumper to direct it what we've been told and reminded of is that in the division two all of the skills are going to have mods the way you can think of it is the way that we have different mods on the current skills the airburst sticker mine compared to the cluster or the gas but it seems like they're going to be more significant and i have a feeling if this hasn't i can't remember if this is a thing that they've said in something that was released or if this is just me assuming but I wouldn't be surprised if the various specializations can mod either certain skills in an exclusive way or can mod every skill in a certain way. 
I don't think it was in, in any of the demos that people got to play, but there has been talk of a drone that is kind of like a trophy system from the Call of Duty games and stuff like that. And instead of being an offensive tool, it's more of a defensive uh, support or cover. And, I, and I'm really excited to see how that's going to factor in. Now, if each skill just has three mods, kind of the way that we have now, that's fine. But it could be really cool if, as the game goes on, each skill maybe starts with three different mods you can attach to it. Maybe you have to farm them or earn them. But then as the game goes on, maybe they release new mods for old skills. Maybe there's a drone that can turn into... Uh, like one of the fire uh, Tonka trucks that the cleaners have. Maybe there's one that does something like that. Instead, it drops on the ground like the Ghost Recon Future Soldier drone and drives along the ground and sets people on fire. I don't know. But it'd be, I, I'm really excited to see that. So I think the drones are going to be great. They, they work, the version I got to play with in the demo worked really well. It was very useful. And I'm uh, I'm excited. It's it's like a mobile turret, which I thought was pretty neat. Second question from uh, Fuzzy was a companion app this time. So I can't remember where it was. I did a little search and couldn't find it easily. So maybe I'm making this up. But I believe at some point during E3, someone affiliate affiliated with the game. I thought it was Julian Garrity during an interview. Straight up said. There is no app planned for Division 2. I could be wrong. A part of me thinks that's a missed opportunity. A much smaller part of me would, would be okay if they're focusing on other things, I guess. You know, with Division 1, there's been so many issues with, like, loadouts and, and all of that stuff that, you know... Supposedly there was an app that was supposed to come out for the first game. Then everyone hoped for one for the second game. And, and, they've, and they, I believe, have shut that down. I could be wrong. And like I said in the previous segment, talk back to me. Let me know. If I'm wrong, if there is nothing out there, maybe I'm making that up. It's my wildest imagination. I'm happy to hear it. But I believe that at some point during E3 and, and not anything NDA or anything behind the doors like I got to hear a little bit of. But I believe during one of the interviews, um, Julian said something along the lines of no, no app. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope at the very least there's an API so that people can make their own apps if they want. Even for stuff as simple as the Destiny 2 Twitch in integration where people can look at your gear and your guns and all of that I think is so damn cool and I'm so jealous of that that's such a cool system and especially if gear is more varied the type of gear people are using in Division 2 that'd be such a cool thing to do so I hope there's an app I hope I'm wrong that they've said that there won't be one but we will have to see and then the last thing actually ties in just a little bit. Thoughts on clans. I think clans were probably borderline essential since we're putting in raids, especially huge eight-man raids, even bigger than like Destiny and so on. I'm I'm just I'm curious how we're how we're going to manage them. And what I mean by that is I, I kinda hope that the entire system of managing a clan 
isn't all on the game like the client side i i think that even if we don't get an app i really hope that there is a clan management system similar to like battlefield 4 if you remember how that worked where you can manage clans on a website through uh dice or ea or through the game i i think you know people using discord servers and and all kinds of things they, they they'll figure it out if if the only way you can hand your you can manage your clan is on the game people will figure out ways to make it work it would just be really cool if they didn't have to if there was um, some kind of automatic integration into a website or if there's the ability for people to make a website that integrates with it and they can you know do some of, some of that management but even things as simple as like if I create a clan, it'd be really great if I could assign one or two other people to help manage that clan with me. Um, so if I'm on vacation and there's no app, that someone goes off the deep end and starts spamming or being awful who's in the clan, that I can have someone else can manage that clan as like an officer or something like that or a moderator. So the clan, I think, is going to be awesome. It's something people really wanted in Division 1. I'm glad we have it in Division 2. I think it's going to be very important for things like raids. I really hope that we get things like clan rewards and, and stuff like that. That's a part of Destiny 2 I really like. I think that's a cool system. The way, um, Essentially, if they copy and paste Destiny's two, Destiny 2 system uh, and then add some more features to it, I think that would be great. So I'm hoping for a destiny 2 ish clan system and um if it's as simple as that that'd be great if they can push it even further that would be better fuzzy belvedere thank you very much for those questions judd havens will the shield audio logs continue to get more juicy with td2 as we approach the release i believe i paraphrased a bit there so I'm not, I won't talk about specific audio logs in case there's people who haven't unlocked them or who want to hear them on their own who haven't. I would say that like half of them so far have been like really cool. Even if they don't reveal anything significant or really crazy, um, they still just give some cool backstory and some more details about things that maybe we hadn't heard agents or, or anyone involved in the game directly talk about. Um, I do highly suggest, and if you don't know this, because I think some people don't, the shields have audio logs attached to them. So when you unlock a shield, you can select that shield and it will play an audio log. Some of them are kind of short and goofy. Um, some of them are fairly long and give um, some like reinforcing info or some extra information about, about the game, uh, about characters in the game, about things that are just in the game in general. And um, I highly suggest checking them out. So my answer is yes. Like, my body can't even handle what I think that one in February is going to say. I hope it just drops a bomb on us. I hope that one in February drops some information on us that just leaves us just licking our chops for the next month when the game comes out. Hopefully, with no delays. Wink, wink. Please, for heaven's sakes, don't delay this game. <laughs> I know people who have already requested vacation time for the current release date. For the love of God, release it on time. But with no bugs, perfect, and no problems at all, because that's realistic. 
JK. But um, no, I, I think it will. I think that the uh, the audio logs are going to get really cool. I suspect there will be one or two more kind of goofy ones that aren't that big of a deal. But I would really like to see, especially the last two or three, um, be very significant and really get the hype train running super hard for Division 2. I mean, I'm just imagining things like, what if the one in February is Fei Lao like, renouncing her shade status and going rogue or something? Uh, or or if uh, one of them is a hunter leaving a message for the agents who are reporting to DC or just something crazy like uh, I'm so excited I think it's going to be cool I suspect that they've got one or two bombs in there for us and I cannot wait to hear them if you have any of your own questions or topics you'd like me to cover for the next episode feel free to drop them in my Twitter DMs, on my Discord. I'm also in the Beers and Bullets Discord with Bombshell Jackets, SitRep, and a bunch of other really great podcasts that all focus on the division and Tom Clancy in general. So that's what I have for you this week. I appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed my terrible humor. And my discussion on topics that are very clearly crafted by me desperately wanting more information to really talk about. If you want to ask the questions, check me out on Twitter or Discord. Check out The Echo Cast on Anchor, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I'm working on Spotify. Be patient with me. You can also check it out on YouTube. It's typically laid over some footage from a recent stream. You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch as Bond Diesel. You can find me on Instagram as Bond Diesel underscore Twitch. I do genuinely appreciate you guys listening to this. This is such a fun project for me to blow a little steam, hear myself talk for a minute, and hopefully give out some information that people didn't know about before, or maybe even start a conversation. I don't expect you guys to always agree with me. I actually love when people disagree with me, because that typically begins a cool conversation that said i am bond diesel and until next time